I don't want to hurt people the way that I've been hurt. I don't want to put out that same kind of energy and treat people the way that I've been treated. So what do I need to do? I need to love myself. And that's the only way. And so when it's come down to forgiveness and forgiving people who have hurt me, it's always been about loving myself more. Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Lo, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. I am so honored today to have Megan Onan on the House of Low podcast. She is a keynote speaker and has helped so many people on one of the most challenging topics, which is forgiveness. (laughs) I'm so honored to spill tea today all about forgiveness. And I hope we also discuss self-forgiveness, which I feel like is an ongoing journey for all of us. But Megan, thank you so much for taking the time today. Yeah, I'm honored to be here. And, you know, this is a relevant topic, I think, always, right? Yes, truly, truly. Uh, well, I would love for you to let people know more about you and, and anything that you're excited about right now. Oh, wow. I love that. Well, I live in Mississippi and I'm from Mississippi. And my wife and I have been married for eight years. We've been together for 14 and we have a three and a half year old daughter oh, who yeah. is the light of our lives. And we just feel very blessed to have the lives we have. We've been business owners for 14 years and she's an acupuncturist and I have been a writer, author, speaker, speaker coach for a long time. (laughs) So I think my last eight to five job was in 2008. So (laughs) it's been a journey. It's been, you know, owning a business is never easy. It doesn't matter what route you take and it's constant energy and hustle and grind and also trust and letting go. And, you know, there's nothing like doing your own work in the world and owning your own business. So since our topic today is forgiveness, I'll just go on that topic. It's, It's been a journey of forgiveness for me too, because as a gay woman in Mississippi, when I came out in 2004, I was rejected by my spiritual community at the time. Mm-hmm. and had a hard time with my family and ended up leaving Mississippi for a long time to really find myself and decided to come back in 2010 with my wife who had never lived in the South before. Yeah. And I just, I needed to heal from that experience. And I knew that if I didn't face it head on, that it would be hard for me to move on and really love myself. So there's been a lot of aspects of my journey that have been about forgiveness. And I think mostly self-forgiveness for not being authentic in those moments when I wanted to be authentic. And I think that's been my biggest challenge in my life is just being who I am and getting to this place of where like, okay, I really love who I am. And I'm in this place of wholeness and just kind of grounded and... I think forgiveness has been kind of like the cornerstone, the centerpiece of it all. 
Oh, I feel that so deeply in my body. And thank you for sharing that. You know, I read this story recently that spoke about the challenge. This woman was talking about like her challenge with just an inability to embrace who she is authentically, like the difficulty of that. And I think it is something that is sort of the undertone for almost every human in many yeah. ways. Yeah. There are rare birds that just like, they're like, I am what I am. And <laughs> you don't, I love it. You should love it. But I do think that's extremely rare. And I think yeah. it feels, I don't know how you feel about this, but it feels like the earth right now is going through so many shifts and vibrations where we're all being asked to love mm-hmm. ourselves for real, for real. And I feel that in order to love oneself, it goes hand in hand with forgiveness. So Let's talk about forgiveness and let's talk about your perspective on forgiving others versus forgiving ourselves. Like, where do you see the difference or is there one, or where do you see a starting point for those of us that want to go deeper in this work and have been maybe avoiding the forgiveness part of the whole thing. Cause I do think that personal development, it's, it's a big topic of conversation, spirituality, all of it, but it feels like this is the area that everyone's sort of dancing around and not talking yeah. about. So I would love to hear your perspective on that. Well, I think it's complex first. I want to say that. Yeah. And I can only speak to my experience of forgiveness and how my journey has related to it. But I think for me, it was often okay, so these people discriminated against me and you know, I have stories of discrimination that I can go on and on about. But I've tried not to view it that way and have viewed it as an opportunity for me to stand in more of who I am. And so I think in our world today, in our society today, it's so much pointing the finger and blaming other people for what's wrong with the world and what's happening is because of these decisions and these politicians and this group of people. And, you know, people go on and on. And so we're really at this like you said, we're kind of at this time of transition, it feels like, this deep transition that we're all going through where we're really having to hone in on who we are and let go of who other people are. Wow, I love that. And so for me, it's always been like, okay, I don't want to hurt people the way that I've been hurt. I don't want to put out that same kind of energy and treat people the way that I've been treated. So what do I need to do? I need to love myself. And that's the only way. And so when it's come down to forgiveness and forgiving people who have hurt me, it's always been about loving myself more. So I try not to give that responsibility or put those hard things on other people. And I don't know, that's just how I've dealt with it because I'm not going to get apologies from people from how I've been treated. And I know that, and I can expect that. But what I can do and what I do have the power to control is my own feelings and emotions around those instances where I was really hurt. And I think what we're really avoiding are the feelings that we have about things that have hurt us. And if you can really feel the feelings, then I think things transform naturally and forgiveness happens naturally. Whether the person is present and they say, I'm sorry or not sorry, whatever it is, it all leads you to loving yourself more, no matter how you want to view it. I love the connection between letting ourselves feel the deep intensity of the emotions that often come from a lot of these situations we've all been through. Yeah. And that that naturally leads to forgiveness. I've never 
connected those dots. I think a lot of people think, well, what do I have to do? Like, what does forgiveness involve process-wise? It's like, sometimes it just happens because it does feel that the process of letting go of an experience we had, knowing that it's always going to be a part of us in some way. Right. Yeah, totally. Play a role in our decisions, especially from childhood, because we know that's when the subconscious forms. And I mean, zero to seven, zero to 14, or it's all yeah. get created, you know? And I think there's so much to be said for making peace in a way with some of these situations. And I have experienced what you're talking about. All of a sudden, you just feel lighter and you feel like the forgiveness process has taken place. Is that fair to say in your experience? Yeah. And sometimes it takes a while and sometimes it takes processing it for a few years or going to counseling and getting therapy or writing in your journal or meditating or, you know, having that quiet time and really dedicating yourself. And I I think the first thing that people need to ask themselves, if they, if they think that there's one person they need to forgive is, do I really want to forgive them? Mm -hmm. And if you want to forgive them, then you can do the work and you can figure out how to do it. There's plenty of resources. There's plenty of people who can support you through that, but we first have to acknowledge whether or not we want to do the work. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to do the work, then (laughs) you know, you're going to keep yourself hostage to it for a long time. And a lot of people don't want to face it. And that's okay. That's their choice. But it's just how much do you want to suffer? It's true, you know, and I think that so many of us that are on the spiritual path and seeking enlightenment or meaning in all of it, the only way to have those kinds of breakthroughs are to release the heaviness, it feels like, you know, and so many of these experiences we've had or holding on so tight to what someone said to us or did to us, all that's doing is creating heaviness in our own lives and and also taking up space. I'm obsessed with this concept right now of like creating space for new to come in and like in order to even call in new opportunities, more money, better relationships. Like we have to to hold that. And so our energetic space is being taken up by all this trauma. A lot of us hold on to it. It's like currency. It's like, this is my trauma. This is my story. You know, (laughs) I think, I mean, Buddhism certainly is like, let go of the story, you know? And I do think that some of us are being asked to release the stories and to just decide, like we can make shifts instantly, you know, to just say, Yes, this happened. I acknowledge what happened, but I acknowledge also that I'm here and that I'm just reliving my past and kind of resisting the now. You know, it's like, yeah, totally. To live in the past and ruminate. It's like the human experience. I think sometimes we're, we're all teetering on the victim consciousness, you know? And right. I just love that you speak about forgiveness being like the ultimate vehicle and pathway to freedom, because I think that's what we all really desire is freedom. You know, talk to me about that connection. Yeah. Well, you spoke beautifully about that first. And I think, you know, that creating space is okay. If I make space, then what's going to come in, you know? and And I think on some level, we're a little bit afraid of Yes. All right. If I get rid of this and I detach from this pain and I detach from this thing that's been making me miserable for all these years, do I feel good enough to let all the goodness in that's going to come after I release that? Mm -hmm. And I know that I've struggled with that is like uh, all these wonderful things want to happen in my life. If I'm keeping myself from it, I'm not only suffering, but am I willing to let those things in? Do I feel good enough? Do I feel like I deserve it? Do I feel worthy enough? And I think a lot of the time we 
often won't do that hard work because we don't feel like we deserve the love that wants to come in replacement of that bitterness or blame or whatever it may be. So I'm glad you said that because I think that's often something that stumps people from going deeper into the work. And the other thing you said was releasing the stories. And oftentimes we need to tell those stories. And I work with speakers, keynote speakers in my speaker coaching, and they need to tell their stories. And so I'm, I've become like this storytelling expert. I help people with their scripts and all of that. And it's a ton of fun. I love my work. But what I love about storytelling and what I've seen in my own life is like going on stage and sharing my stories or, you know, talking one-on-one with someone and sharing my stories. That's a part of the healing process too. That's the part of processing the trauma, processing the things that have happened. And I've chosen to do it in a big way in the media. And some people can do it in their journal and some people can do it in a safe space with a counselor. It doesn't matter how you share your stories. I just think it's a really important part of forgiveness is to tell the stories Mm -hmm. so that they're not inside of you. And so you can just get them out. If you wanted to know where to start, that's where I would start. In a profound way by telling the story, that's what releases it. We become free of it because it's no longer just in the mixing bowl of our mind, circling around constantly, you know? Yeah. Let's go deeper in talking about incorporating and integrating the essence of forgiveness in our relationships, right? Everybody is driven, it feels, by, you know, love. And and we're all driven by love at the end of the day and in having this beautiful partnership and relationship. But very few achieve it. And I do think the why is because we don't accept people as they are and we don't forgive them. That's truly what it is, you know, and I have parents who have been together for years and it's extremely difficult to be together for that long. Like, it's very difficult to stay with someone and I've seen them over and over forgive, just forgive. Absolutely. Like a revolving door of forgiveness. Absolutely. I would love to hear your perspective on that because it's so beautiful. You have your partner and you have your child and, but to create that, that thing that our society puts on this pedestal with another. I don't know. It just feels like forgiveness is this, it's like the undercurrent of creating connection. What's your perspective on that? That's a great question. My wife and I talk about this all the time. Is like, I think the thing that we've kind of nailed down is the thing that really keeps us connected and coming back when things get hard is trust. Yeah. And I trust that she loves me unconditionally and she trusts that I love her unconditionally and that I would never want to hurt her and she would never want to hurt me. And that makes forgiveness easy when you believe that about each other. doesn't mean that I can't say, you really hurt my feelings when you said that. It's that open and honest communication. It's like when something comes up, tell the other person how you feel yeah, and be okay with the other person telling you how they feel. We're no experts by any means. And we've been together 14 years, but we've had to weather some things as a gay couple too. And so we've been through some hard things that pulled us closer together. And I don't know. I just, I feel like spiritually we're on the same level. We see life the same way when it comes down to the tough decisions, we're always on the same page. So that's a really big part of why we are where we are. And we're both just very driven people in anything that we do. I would say trust is the ultimate key for forgiveness in relationships. Wow. Yeah. 
That's so beautiful. And the fact that so many people, I mean, this year alone, the energy of two, 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 it's, it's, it's about like a lot of conscious relationships coming together this year and, and relationships that are not falling apart. I know a lot of people that are experiencing their relationships. They're falling apart, like before their eyes. And I think it's because they're realizing that the relationship is not serving them and what they want. Yeah. And yeah, where they're really being asked to go. And talk to me about the relationships in our lives. And this isn't just romantic. Obviously this could be friendship. This could be Mm -hmm. business, family. It gets gets intense with the family. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to me about like how relationships hold us back from forgiving more. You know, it's like the classic resenting someone that you're with or like feeling so alone inside of a relationship. Where do you think that comes from or how do we find ourselves there sometimes? It's a good question. The thing that popped in my mind was like, when I'm feeling limited by a relationship, I'm not being honest about something. I haven't either told that person something or I'm not seeing something about myself. You know, I may need to be in this relationship differently. So if I'm feeling like I want that relationship and I know that that relationship will be good for my life if I have it, then there's probably something I need to say. And that's really scary. (laughs) It's just really scary. Yeah, truly, truly. But I would say that. But if it's a relationship I know is not good for me, and I think you know when a relationship's not good for you, when you feel like you can't be who you are, right? If you can't be who you are, it's probably someone you don't want to spend all your time around. And so if you can gauge if it's a relationship you want or if it's a relationship you know isn't good for you, I think it's two very different routes. If it's one you want, then what do you need to say or what needs to be said? Or did they hurt you? Do you need to tell them that they hurt you? And do you need to have a hard conversation? If it's something you don't know you don't want, how can you distance yourself in a way that honors who you are as a person? Yeah. You know, does anything need to be said or do you just need to distance yourself? I don't know. It's different all the time. Yeah. No, it's true. I think the the million dollar question that you pointed out is like, do you feel that you can fully be yourself in the presence of this person? Because if you can't, there is something deep to look at. And that I think is the crux of what makes people stay in relationships they should have left a long time ago because they just avoid that, ignore it, you know, or say, oh, there's something wrong with me. They're fine. You know, it's like we make a lot of excuses about why we can't authentically show up, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I feel too... I really want to bring us here because for you to become a speaker and to speak your truth and be activating that throat chakra all the time, (laughs) I'm sure it took you on a path of truly having to embrace who you are almost at a superhuman level. I always see speakers, something that I also do and it's my calling in this life. And I, I've sort of danced around it. I've been nervous to fully activate it because, you know, there's no going back. What would you say has brought you to a place where you really stepped into being a speaker and and being able to speak your truth more regularly? What drives you in that and what helped you get to that place in life? As a young child, I knew that I was going to be a speaker and writer. I knew that was going to be my path. And that's deeply what I wanted in my heart. This has always been a calling for me. And second, I think sharing my stories over the years has given me the courage and 
the confidence to step out further and further each time. Hmm. It's not the path I would have thought I would have taken. It's not the path I would have necessarily wanted. I chose a very hard path coming back to Mississippi and using my voice because every time I got a phone call from a television station or radio station, or when I got, you know, asked to speak on stage, on campus, you know, wherever it's been, it always felt like the hardest thing I had ever done (laughs) each time. And it was terrifying. Yeah. And so I think just those little steps of facing myself over the years has been the thing that has gotten me to this place where like, now I get to like do my real work, you know, Mm -hmm. and now I get to choose what I want to do. I feel like I had to go through that process for myself first. So, and I know that journey is different for every speaker, but for me, it's been about just really sharing my story so that I could heal. Mm, So beautiful. Thank you for taking us through that. And thank you for the work you do in the world, truly, because to speak on what you speak and to be so open and to put yourself out there, it's truly powerful. I hope that you continue to see the ripple effects that I know it creates whenever you share your story and speak for anyone along their path. Because, you know, I I do believe that all of us are at war with ourselves. This is the constant space we're being asked to transcend. You know, it's just like, why are we at war with ourselves? No matter what the circumstances are, it doesn't matter. There's some people obviously in our society and culture that have it way worse, but like ultimately that's what binds us all together is that we're just at war with ourselves. My life, I really want to make about like dismantling the war I have with myself and being able to integrate our ego. We can't conquer the ego. It's just part of it, you know? Right. Also just like making the childhood stuff run my entire life, like be the backseat driver that's running everything. Cause we know that's what's yeah. happening, you know, at a subconscious level. And so it's people like you that I think really hold the mirror up for all of us and, and ask us to go deeper. So thank you for. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Likewise, I think our energy as a collective is just this lack of connection to God too. It's like, however you want to call that, you know, I don't claim to be any one religion or anything like that, but I think just being completely disconnected and not taking that opportunity to, to be quiet and listen and, yeah, you know, connect to what's true. And so we all run into social media and this and that, or, you know, and everything that's going on in the world. And we get so distracted and just this lack of connection to God, this lack of connection to others. That's what's leaving us so frazzled. And so it takes a lot of effort to do both of those in the world today. It really does. Our culture. It does. I think sometimes we can't hold all of it. It's too much. It's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But the truth is when we're connected to God, that means we're connected to ourselves. 100%. The more people I meet that I don't like to say on the spiritual. I mean, I think all of us, it's a choice, right? Like it's not like certain of us are chosen, but there are certain people that I find are more curious. Like we're seekers. Like I'm a seeker. You know, I just, I want to understand what this all is about. You know, there's no way it's just biology. (laughs) (laughs) It was that simple. If it was that simple, we'd all be like able to just operate the way we've been. And clearly there is a force that is saying it's time. It's powerful, I think, to go within 
within all of the mystery of life, because there is so much mystery, no matter how much we seek and, and find yeah. out, right? And there isn't just one answer, which is what stresses every human out because we want it to be so simple. <laughs> it never goes the way we think it's going to go. Oh, no. Ever. I just had this in another conversation. Literally, it does not go the way we, and that's kind of part of it. It's part of why we come here. You know, it's like we get on this roller coaster of life and, and we're not supposed to know. It'd be too easy. You right. Know? full purpose, but it's exciting to constantly be like up-leveling, you know, and feeling like I climbed that mountain. All right. You know, what did I learn? And and there will be others, but I pray that more and more people are starting to see the magic in their lives. Like this thread, you know, because it makes life so powerful to see it for what it is. It's not like we're creating this, right. Even though I do believe all of us can create our reality, but it's like, Mm -hmm. It really is happening, whether we acknowledge it or not. And so let's just acknowledge the magic of life, truly. Yeah. Like yeah. if you think about, I'm sure you reflect on the circumstances and situations that brought you to this moment. Like it is so powerful when you think about it, you know? And yes. That's what I'm here to to do is to help people yeah. really see the magic in their lives, you know? I'm with you. That's, I mean, I think that's underneath everything that I feel like I'm here to do too, is just accept yeah. the mystery And you can totally live a charmed life. You're going to get what your heart wants. It's just, I think for people, people just don't open up to that possibility and let those things in. And so, because it requires constant self-care and it's not an easy choice to make every day. It's not. You can go be distracted and do a million other things. Mm -hmm. But I know, and I have seen in our lives, in my family's life, and there's so much magic. And it's not all the time because I don't know if I could contain it. (laughs) I'm not sure I can handle all of that. (laughs) We are human after all, but it is. I just truly feel like whatever your heart's desires are, it's constantly making its way to you. It's just, what are we ready for? What are we ready to accept and let in? And so that's always been my perspective too. Yeah. What a beautiful place to end. Thank you so much. And like I said, thank you again for the work that you're doing and also helping other speakers use their voice and activate their mission and their stories because there's never too many of us. It really is beautiful work that you're doing. And so thank you for that. And I love it. Yeah. I would love for you to let people know where they can connect with you and and how they could work with you. Yeah. MeganOnan.com, M-E-A-G-A-N-O-N-A-N.com. And then I've got pretty much everything on my website. I actually have my storytelling method up for free for people too. If you want to learn about telling great stories as a speaker, and I've got an instructional video that goes along with it. So that's often very helpful for people. And so I don't like to like hold on to information that's helpful. So I just like put it on my website. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that with everyone. And we'll make sure everything is linked. And thank you so much, Megan, again, for coming on. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, Low.